Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's going to be a fun one. Are, are we starting it? Yeah, we're going. Podcast? We're in it. Guys, this is the podcast. It's the Technically Human Podcast, everybody. Human oh, but podcast. you thought it was over, but you thought it was canceled. Well, your ass was wrong. Oh, the, people thought it was canceled? Everyone thinks so it's who canceled. Cared? <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, guys. Out with a, a bang in the night that nobody heard. Uh, today we got two special guests. One for the price of two. We got... What? Wh- that was the wrong... Nope. One. Ooh, here we go. We got Mary Hello. Way to take your mic away while you were saying. Exactly. <laughs> Mary Blackburn. And then we got another guest on the podcast. You might have heard his voice before, before Christmas. It is before Christmas right now. Tyler White, he's sipping Isn't a big old glass. glass. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did, I missed it. What was funny? Tyler, right now Tyler's died. choking on. <laughs> right now Tyler's choking on some orange juice coming up his nose because something was really funny and I fucking missed Tyler, it. Tyler, you want to explain what happened? Well, I was I was going for the bit. <coughs> the I was going for the bit. He slurped into the mic, but he pulled it away, cut me off because he he saw through my ruse. It ain't happening. Tyler made me feel very upset recently by slurping into a mic. No, Tyler just doesn't know how to eat applesauce right. If it gets in your mouth, you're eating it correctly. I'd fight that. I feel you weren't here gotta, for how he was eating. You it. just gotta, you know, sustain life. That's the point, right? Allie, I guarantee you, if you were here, living another day you would have left promptly. Sustenance. This guy <laughs> ate applesauce in such a way that I promptly <laughs> took my ass to bed. All right, go ahead and tell me, but I'm almost certain I can one-up it with my level of, like, I eat nothing right. Like, string cheese, <laughs> I never pull it apart. I chomp down, like, don't care. You know what I mean? It was Fold pizza before I eat it. Well, Tyler, I, can you give us, like, an auditory replication of what you were doing? I'd have to get some applesauce, Frank. Uh, well, that's not going to happen. Um, so... He's a method actor, and you need yeah. to respect. You're his. opening doors you don't want opened right now. I'm just saying I'm on Tyler's side. <laughs> I don't care what it is. If you knew, you wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to be. Like, don't disappoint me, Tyler. My, my favorite part was just that I ate the applesauce in such a way with so much, so many slurping sounds, um, that DJ turned off the PlayStation and said, all right, Mary, we're going to go to bed. Tyler decided he wants to be alone right now. He Whoa. wants to be by himself. Okay. <laughs> okay, listen. That he wants to be by himself right now. All right. There's a lot of bad things that people do in the world. Uh-huh. And there's a lot of different ways that people obtain power. But for a man to obtain power with nothing more than apple juice and or applesauce apple is applesauce. He has he was wielded he, he wielded nothing but applesauce. Mm-hmm. And he got you to clear a room. Hey, this says a whole lot about me or a whole lot about DJ. I know whose side I'm on, DJ. I know who's winning this All right. fight. Okay, fine, be on his side. You're scared by slurping. Not scared. <laughs> well, well, you'll see. You'll see in due time. Don't worry about him. So Allie- Tyler, if you disappoint me, <laughs> I swear. You will. <laughs> I've never been wrong before, so make sure well, that's good. It's that the I'm best. not. It's the best. Trust especially me. not on this podcast. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> I'm so, the wrongest. So, so Ali, I've noticed recently that we've talked a lot about Star Wars on this podcast. I'm what? Gonna- <laughs> what? Oh no! What? <laughs> Star Wars. So I think in this podcast we can go the whole podcast without saying one word about Star you Wars. You did. Apart from now, starting right now, 
And the moment after, we will not talk about Star Wars. I really wish you had told me that before I prepared a whole synopsis on uh, (laughs) the Star Wars universe, specifically for this podcast. I thought this was going to be a Star Wars podcast. I mean, essentially, is what it is, right? Yeah, yeah. But but no, I think I think we're Star Wars. I you know. We could talk ever. about we could talk about something. Not ever. You ever have There's you seen other any, things in Star Wars? Have you seen Incredibles two? Speaking of which, I have not. it's really good. I might not see it. Why? I don't know. I I just I, what I, that's kind of what I've been hearing is like it's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's just, you should see it. To say I loved it. I saw it twice. I'm, Me too. I'm just a really picky movie person, and if I have to sit down for two hours to go like, eh, it's pretty good. Didn't waste my time. It's like that, it's a very beautiful movie. I've also I've also seen some of the best movies in my life in the past month, and I'm on a really high like great movie feeling, and I feel great about the industry, and I just I I don't even want to risk it with a maybe good. So like, two two things. Okay okay. I also liked it, and I also had super low expectations oh. because I thought it looked terrible. Whoa. I also <laughs> thought Solo looked terrible, and it was great. I had fun with Solo. Um, anyway. We're not talking about Star Wars. No, no Star Wars. No, 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 no. <laughs> the the What's the franchise that shall not be named. Um, so uh, I liked it. I also am very curious about what your thoughts are on it. Aww. So I feel like you gotta think about it. Even, uh. no, 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 no. Like just your opinion. You know, like uh, I just think. <laughs> <laughs> I just, DJ oh now God. cares more about the microphone settings than not making his girlfriend mad because I just yeah. saw him just shove the microphone into his girlfriend's yeah. face. That's love. Uh, Damn, so can you happy hear Mike, me? Okay, life. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what's great about the subtle change to the microphone thing is when mm. we stop all the things to talk about. <laughs> 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 microphone Subtle. I wouldn't have shoved the microphone into Mary's face. (laughs) So it was was for nothing. Whoa. We're not talking about kids in this podcast. Bad time. Uh, So, um, yeah, I guess I would say, like, I I feel I felt very similar to I feel like where you're coming from before going to see it. And I feel like visually it's worth seeing it. And it's also like, you know, I love the Incredibles. I love those characters. I, I remember the other reason why I didn't want to see it. Huh. Uh, it's because I have wanted a motorcycle for like six years now. Okay. I'm 21, so I wanted a motorcycle since I was 14. Okay. Accurate. Uh, there's just a lot of things I got to get before I get a motorcycle that like don't cause. And like I'm broke as fuck and I'm in college and I, my mom doesn't want to. She calls them donor cycles and she thinks I'm going to die if I get one. So yeah. that's kind of a process to get through. We're working on it. But I feel like if I watch The Incredibles and I saw how cool uh, oh, it's she so looks with cool. the motorcycle, I'm going to get a motorcycle okay. just out of like out of having to. There's a scene in that movie that makes it look like the dopest shit in the oh, world. Dude, <laughs> it will be I bad for you. I love motorcycles so much. And then also that's I really like thing. speeding. So like. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that. I don't <laughs> that's my first thing then maybe don't see it also my second thing is what are some of the best movies that you've seen in your entire life that you've seen recently that you just said i would like to know okay Break i watched down. thor ragnarok yes one never felt more bisexual like just everyone's so attractive so attractive right and everyone Tessa is Thompson. so funny like it was it's such so a, funny like i'm sorry i'm breaking up I'm, I'm 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 literally i could i could force myself to cry in front of you guys <laughs> over how much i love this movie because then he turned into a snake and he said ah it's me stabbed me <laughs> i do i okay dj the other day i was hanging out with dj and he tried to like do that uh bit That's while we true. were walking down congress yeah. and i was like dj stop because i rewinded <laughs> that and memorized the lines and i'll tell you it if you yeah. just stop 
Like I'll tell you that because yeah. I love that part so much. And then also I have a pet snake named Winry, mm. and so I drew bang, a picture bang. of Thor to put right by Winry, and like it's so fucking cute because it's a great movie. And like the outtakes for it, I watched the bloopers. I've watched the bloopers probably like a hundred times because it's on my Twitter and it's two minutes long, and yeah. it's basically like. Ah, fucking hate my job. Let's go look at the bloopers. That's and one set I would so love to be funny. on. Oh my gosh. One of the so best moments is um hold up, give me one second. All right. Fill the space. Let's see. So I'm gonna talk about my favorite parts of Thor Ragnarok. I thought the Meek, I think the guy's name is, right? This I said I said this this is topical. But that that being said, I also really like Thor Ragnarok. It's real good. What well, your favorite part, Tyler? Kate Blanche. Okay. I like the Sorry. Bu- I like the bug guy that has the blaze that says he dances and he's just dancing around in the background. The so, so what happened here is you? I was going on about Meek, the guy you're talking about right now, yeah. and then you're like, DJ, that's topical. I just sniping I at me. Talking about Thor Ragnarok in general. Yeah, but then you go on to make the same point that I, I just made. I don't remember. Nah, I can't find a meek anywhere. <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> okay, okay. But one, I'm going to start with this. Uh, I thought Thor Ragnarok was hella good. It was hella good. Hella colorful. And yeah. Uh, There's shots in that that look like a fucking painting. Like those like old like metal I, fucking paintings and shit. Like the oil. I almost don't want to explain that that was a really bad pun. What happened? the main villain's name is Hella. <laughs> uh, ah. Ha 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 I don't like puns usually. That's pretty good. I love it so much, right? Yeah. So Tyler's not a fan. <laughs> that was a segue to Kate Blanchett, who's hilarious and amazing uh-huh. and did a great job of playing Hela. Uh-huh. But one of the best moments is uh, she has to drag Thor in one of their final fight scenes, right? Yeah. And uh, there's an outtake of her really trying. And then she's like, ugh, I've been training for three months, but I don't think I can lift that. <laughs> and like Chris Hemsworth is just sitting there like, I'm sorry. Like he's so it's so amazing. And then there's so many scenes of her like accidentally like really slapping someone in a fight scene and going, "Oh no, I'm sorry." <laughs> and then like uh the like uh, all of all of Tom Hiddleston's little moments are so great. And then a lot in the movie he was going like ha cha 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 cha. And so it's like Loki and his battle arm and everything going like ha cha 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 cha. I feel like they finally found their stride, which kind of sucks with the whole Infinity War thing. But, like, they finally find their stride with, like, Thor as a character in, like, Marvel (laughs) Universe. Because, like, before they were going through all their different stuff. Like, the first Thor was, like, kind of, like, melodramatic. The second Thor was, like, the most dramatic shit for no reason. And then, like, this one, they finally got, it's like, oh, this character is silly and funny. And he should be the jock of, like, the MCU. Yeah. What (laughs) I love about him so much is he kind of gives me, like, the little hero vibe. Of, like, he's now, he's, like... what, one of the lines in Thor Ragnarok that I thought was really, really good was he was like, so uh, the only way I keep this prophecy from not happening is I smack that thing off your face. Like, you know, yeah. he says it better. But yeah. uh, like, I just love someone who's so bored with being in all the prophecies that he's just like, all right, so this one, uh, what was it again? Damn it. I just, I got to take the helmet away. All right, let's do it. Like, yeah. you, like I would love it if there was like a Hercules plot line yeah. that was like that. That's like, where is that golden fleece again? It's all the way over there. I got like 40 other divine tasks to take care of before the next moon. Are you kidding me? Like, 
I love it. Also, just Chris Hemsworth in general. Recently, I think it was a BuzzFeed thing, but I saw like a list of just like why he is such a gift to humanity. And it was just all of these really funny things that he says. Like in interviews, he's like, yeah, I have one son that will wear the cape and like put on the wig and run around. And the other kids, the other two, they don't care. So... I guess we're going to only have one child, <laughs> like, like super great sense of humor. And it's just like one after another. So Google it. And now your day is better. You're uh, welcome. Honestly, he, he made my day a little bit. And then the other thing I, you know, I'm about to graduate film school longer yeah. than I thought it was going to be, but I'm going to graduate eventually. I will get out. Yeah, I promise. And when I do, I had <laughs> <laughs> seen the light of graduation tell as a young woman. <laughs> But, wait, what? Huh? What'd you just say? I was doing a Bane thing as you would be in school for a very long time. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you said something totally different. We're not going to talk about it. Anyway, okay. Uh, so, I, I'm about to graduate film school, but I think a lot everyone of Everyone thinks I say the worst can, things in their, like... I'm sorry. I'm no, like, it's just funny. <laughs> I love everyone's like, as soon as like, DJ, what's wrong with you? It's like, I didn't... what I do? As, as someone who who's known DJ for years and, and loves DJ... There was a point oh. in time. It was my phone. It's okay. It was it was me. Stop looking around. Um, <laughs> there was like a month where I kept on thinking he was saying the meanest things to me, like uh, like days on days. And then I would be like, what? what? And then he'd be like, yeah, I said this. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Because like I legit <laughs> thought that you said that. Like one time I thought he told me to like shut the fuck up. And I was like, like non-ironically. And I was like, what? what? And then he was like. Talk, he was like talking on the phone about something else, like joking. I was like, oh, okay, no, we go, okay. So that's still a thing. I wonder if there's anything uh, psychological about that, like when you expect someone to say something bad. Yeah, uh, we're all just conditioned. That's very different. Heard, I've heard some of the shit DJs said before. Yeah. And we're, so yeah, we're just ready for you to start talking shit as soon as you open your mouth, DJ. Just yeah. as, we're just like, what, what is it today? I love what talk shit. I talk shit to Tyler most. Like, Tyler can't play yeah, a game of Fortnite around. without just me just constantly like, mm. applesauce <laughs> without you throwing a fit. That's our, whole, that's our whole friendship is just talking mad shit to each other. Tyler White, you were being obnoxious with your applesauce last oh, night. No, I'm not even gonna. You, it's and you deserved. were asleep. I was just asleep, and you were like, like you were taking your spoon and you were like mixing it really fast and making the worst. I was sound. trying to get those last dabs. That's of not applesauce how it works. Out. Also, for the past ten minutes of this podcast, Tyler has been watch. He's been eating Belvita bites with chopsticks that he found in a thank you bag well, still- on the table, and I want to address it because I think it's it's great. Well, it's I found a, the it's a fun time. Yeah, you and just I thought disca- this could be fun. There you go. And then, but I also realized it's like the l- least noisy way to eat them out of this bag. That's because otherwise cons- I'm like, I'm like going like this the whole podcast. You know, that's the most so, considerate. Really, it's a favorite little happenstance to I've ever. Yeah, it's very classy. I can't believe you turned that around to be a good thing. <laughs> nice. All right. That's nice. I respect you. that. Yeah, that's why I'm on his side. Yeah. So, Mary, you, I'm sorry. This is the second fight we've ever had. Stop. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I just meant with the applesauce because I was like, oh man, that's the second thing. Because earlier it was bad. I, okay, so I've got a thing with crosswalks where uh, oh I'm obsessive about Fuck using them all the with time. This crosswalk and I'm bullshit. wrong, and everyone else is stronger than I am because they uh, don't care about their lives and are okay just gambling them on I'm giant turn off ton the podcast metal right machines now. slamming into them and ruining their lives. But I'm a little scared of that, mm-hmm. and so. 
Yeah, we had a whole thing with it. But uh, earlier, I wanted to finish something, and I couldn't remember what it Go was for until it. just now. I'm about to graduate film school. Yeah. And still, my favorite movies can be best described by Pretty Lights, you know? Pretty like, Lights, yeah. It, it's I definitely feel. a theme of why I like Thor Ragnarok so, so much. So you love J.J. Abrams. Oh, I'm that's kidding. Because of bright, because of no, I'm saying because of the bright light thing. No, I'm sorry. making a joke. I was, it was. A, sorry, I don't. It's joke. just like because of his cinematography, it's so obnoxious. Because he's always like light flares, light flares, and you're like, okay. No, I, I've got, I've got my own problem, my own set of problems with J.J. Abrams. Just like basically not understanding uh, other people's emotions and thinking that he does, and it's really mm. it like some of his writing is like some of the most shallow sh like or d like just directional choices and different ways that things go i i really can't stand that much of jj abram stuff give me a prime one example of of one of the times where you're like what is this writing i twice? watched the first season of the tv show what was lost the TV show? fringe fringe yeah. fringe i watched the first season of fringe and uh yeah i almost threw myself off a building it was so like it's so bland and so not interesting in the ways that it thinks it is. Okay. It thinks it's smarter than it is. Mm -hmm. It thinks it's like bolder. It's it takes no chances and no risks and it's it yeah. was just it was bad. Can you get well, I remember how unmemorable it was, and that's how unfucking like. What is an example in a movie I've seen of J.J. Abrams? I don't know if I've I know like Star Trek, Star Trek, and Star Wars, and what else? Yeah, super Eight. Super I Eight. I had nothing to say about Star. I did Super Eight. Didn't see that one. Okay. Uh, All right. No, I haven't watched French. What, what? What Wars? No. Oh yeah. Star Trek. What was? What was that other thing Star you said? Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, there we Star go. Trek. Star Trek. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I, I what I'm saying is I really like I really like movies that spend a lot of time like getting those nice bright neon colors throughout the film because mm. bright neon colors are not in every scene, and yeah. I love it when people find a way to integrate their style into mm -hmm. every single location. Like that's my absolute That was jam one of my too. favorite things about Scott Pilgrim versus the World is um. they could be anywhere and it looked like a different universe almost just like it made the its own world of everything the lights how things glow in mm -hmm. that show like their faces glow the light like all about that show is just like entertaining to look at like mm -hmm. it's a picture and i think i think a lot of um movies that i like fall short on the mm -hmm. fact of like i could listen to them and have them on in the background but like just watching the things that are happening on screen gets boring, you know? Yeah. Have you ha like have I've had you the opposite with that. Or it's oh, like really? Yeah, it's like, oh, this is pretty colors. It looks pretty, but like the story's like garbage. And it's just like Oh, that's sad too. Okay. There has to be good balance with that. I agree. Yeah. But yeah. uh have you ever okay, do you remember the last time that you caught yourself like nonchalantly opening your phone during a movie? Yes. What movie was it? Uh it was definitely something I was watching on Netflix. I'm almost ashamed of the movies where I pull out my phone because I oh. like I really try not to for a very long time because I'm like need to respect the work that went into this. I need to look for possible foreshadowing. Maybe I'll like the movie more if I'm understanding it completely. But then there's mm -hmm. some movies where I'm just like nothing is you. You didn't care what was happening on the screen for a whole 20 fucking minutes. Yeah, I can't remember what it was exactly, but mine was The Revenant. But I don't hate The Revenant. You know what? But it I get the Revenant that, did a lot of really extended long shots mm -hmm. that were very nature channel-y. Mm -hmm. And, like, you never think that something's about to happen. But, like, that's how it – like, I remember – because in The Revenant, at one time, I, like, pulled out my phone 
And then as soon as I was looking at my phone, like a gunshot went off. I mm-hmm. looked back at the screen and it was trees again. And I was like, damn it. Like, I missed <laughs> the one part of the movie where movie happens. Yeah. The, the middle of The Revenant is so like oh. dead. And so just Leonardo DiCaprio crawling through like a forest and then Tom Hardy being a shit to but his son. Was, even then, the, like the gore moments are some of my favorite moments in movies. I'm yeah. talking about like the here's a stream. Here's an eagle. Yeah. Here's a rock. Yeah. There's a mountain. Yeah. There's a gun. Here's a tree. Like, I was like, oh, damn it, I missed the gun. <laughs> I missed the gun. <laughs> reading my Twitter. I feel like there, yeah, that, speaking of, of finding a really good balance between aesthetic and story, I really like Alex Garland's use of blending nature into his films, and he did Ex Machina and Annihilation. And there, the reason why... I know I know Tyler hasn't seen Annihilation. Ali, have you seen Annihilation? Okay, so without spoiling anything, it's one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in recent years. Mm. And it's what's really cool is that it is kind of like it's not a horror film, but it's a suspenseful movie. Much I would say it's like slightly below like a movie like Aliens it's with like suspense. It's very apocalypse now in like its oh. theme where it's like there's really tense stuff that happens, but it's not a horror movie. I feel like, yeah, that's a good way to yeah. put it. And the reason like I can watch that movie a lot, despite how dark it is, because the visuals are so beautiful and I love aliens. But I think um, with aliens, which is such a great film, it's very dark and it's very like everything's like gooey and, and you know, very cringy yeah. and like like dungeony and stuff but um and that's one of the great things about that movie but what's so beautiful about annihilation is that in its how dark the content is there's always like really beautiful lighting and like really beautiful cinematography and the set designer is amazing like it's just it's such a good a good balance of just being like this is just beautiful just to be beautiful we're gonna hold on this for just a second and then we're gonna go back to the story and i really he does that in ex machina too where the it's like all of a sudden it's like here's the forest and here are mountains and you're like oh okay but it it really blends and it feels like it has a reason where it's just kind of showing the contrast of like in ex machina obviously it's like the contrast of like nature versus like machine and and like showing kind of those two things mixing and annihilation is really good with that as well it also in ex machina it also shows like the the isolate have you seen ex machina no okay because like the whole like deal is is like it's about like uh this one employee going to like his boss's house and like kind of like not interning for him but like hanging out with him like he wants some sweepstakes and like his boss lives like in the boss it's well, not I guess. I guess it's like he's the owner of the company. Well, it's I guess like it's if like you, if you worked at Apple and Steve Jobs, you want yeah. That's his so boss. Like you want, that's yeah, his boss. That is boss. his boss. Yeah, but like he wins like a sweet like a, a sweepstake like a. Thank you mm. to um, go and like basically it's almost like if Steve Jobs was like I'm building an AI mm-hmm. and then you're gonna come in and get to interact with the AI that I'm building. Yeah. Sorry, go. I'm uh, so sorry. Then he, he, he just like it, the, the nature shows like how desolate like where he lives is. Cause like mm. a lot of it is like there's no one around for like miles, mm. like hundreds of miles, kind of thing. Yeah, so it serves a, a purpose too. Yeah, it make that's a really good point, DJ. Yeah, it makes it feel much. Um, it adds to the intensity of the film in a very beautiful, subtle way. Mm. Yeah, I've been told that because uh, I mean, 
being in film school and not liking a movie like The Revenant when it comes out is a difficult path to take. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't like The Revenant? Everybody talked about The Revenant for yeah. way too long in school. And mm. like I, 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 just from the get-go, I was like, I did not find it that... Uh, I, you know, I feel like it would have made a really cool I Survived episode. It would have been really cool, like, mm-hmm. in a tight 40-minute format, possibly. Yeah. But, like, There's a whole I hour found that movie the entire movie as a whole, like, just entertainment-wise. I didn't think it was that great. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's... I. But what I was told by a lot of people was you need to... Uh, it's so you can grasp the um, isolationism of the character, like, how alone they no. are. You're supposed to grasp, like... How far away they are from civilization, but like that's trash. Like, can I need, let me let me say something how much real do you quick? Need to do that. Let me say something real quick in regards to movies like that. You, if you, if your intention is to bore your audience, that's not a good movie. It, they're doing the same kind of fucking thing that was a quiet place. Have you seen a quiet place? Yeah, no, right. I haven't. Okay, well they do the same thing. Like the intent is like kind of like similar to what they do in a quiet place. Where a quiet place, there's like not like I think a word spoken in the first like twenty minutes, and there's yeah. nothing over like nothing particularly loud happens in the first twenty minutes. Twenty minutes hits, someone knocks yeah. over a lamp, and it's like sounds like the biggest fucking thing in the world. But guess what? They did that while still having an entertaining fucking story. You don't have to show like, oh, isolation means that nothing happens. It's like, no, that's boring. Yeah. You've made a boring movie, and yeah. a boring movie is not good. But I mean, it's also kind of like I I don't think that my voice or my opinion is like particularly like i don't think that's the first one that's ever said that and also i don't think like you're wasting your breath by arguing with these people because like you kind of like it proves itself right after a while if you have to spend your whole life defending it like Mm. (sighs) sorry that's your life now but like you could also just admit that you didn't do it well yeah instead of going around and telling everyone like you're supposed to understand this part of it it's the bigger picture man you're supposed to see it like just by when people have to defend something that far, uh, it just it gets so exhausting. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, basically what we're saying is like film is about the visual story and efficiency. Like you have to tell that. Super every, about efficiency. You need to utilize. Like I I read a thing recently, and I think like there's a lot of interesting debates about like I liked Lady Bird. I see like that it's not like everyone's favorite movie, but. A lot of people are, are like that or for instance like even get out like it utilizes every single scene a quiet place does that so well where like every scene has a purpose it does i don't think that there's any scene in that movie that i thought should have been cut but it's not like but there are movies that it's like if it's three hours and you're, you're probably not utilizing every scene that you need yeah. you know like and so i think that that's really important like it's about efficiency it's about telling the story as best as you can and if you have to take like an extra hour to do that you're probably gonna lose some people along the way yeah yeah i you know i sometimes dream of like a utopic world where uh writers and creators and directors and everyone else doesn't have to be defined by the time format that uh they're exploring so like mm. maybe like TV show writers, I think, put themselves through some of, like, the worst creative hell that there is to mm-hmm. get what they're doing done. And good TV show writers, sometimes it kind of shows after a while. Yeah. They look like they age a little bit quicker sometimes. You know, they get grumpier over time. Mm-hmm. At least the ones that I look up to. Daniel Harmon. Daniel Harmon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guy looks know, older every you year. Can, <laughs> but I feel like some of that comes from forcing yourself to like trim 
every second that's not needed off of your show because it has to fit in. You have to arc at, I mean, if you're thinking about a story as a season, right? Because if you equivalent storytelling processes, I don't know. If you think of a story as a season or even as a whole show, if you think about that ahead of time and you know I'm going to have five seasons when I start off a lot of, but uh, there's an arc for the season. There's an arc for each episode. Mm-hmm. There's normally a mid-season like peril. And then there's normally an end of season uh, triumph Resolution. or moment or sadness yeah. or fight. Like mm-hmm. these things carry across shows because yeah. that's how it, that's just the format that's been set up so many times and has shown that it works. Right. Yes. But then there's also like uh, leaving cliffhangers before commercials and like making sure that people want to come back and watch it and like. If you really think like how much time they get to just sit down and be like, all right, what happens in this scene? And then like, I'm turning into Dan Harmon. Uh, <laughs> just running. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Allie anyway. just ran out of the room super fast <laughs> and left an outline of herself in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Even her hair, which is also very strange. And I never understood that. Can we talk about that for a second, how weird that is? Wait, l- let me kind of get through this, because I- I'm about to kind of wrap it all together. All so, right. like, I think <laughs> once you, like, I think once you kind of sit down and you go, like, all right, I can write three pages before I'm thinking about uh, what element needs to be happening at this time period. Mm-hmm. And, you uh, like, I wonder if some people who write, like, I-, I obviously don't know enough about writing or, like, the professional writing thing to know anything, but I think mm-hmm. sometimes when you sit down and you're like, I've got two hours to get this story done, mm-hmm. you're not on the same kind of emotional deadline on the page to say, like, I've only got two pages to t- get this part of the story done, and then it cuts to commercial, so it's got to be good. Yeah. It's like, I've got 30 minutes to get through the exposition. How am I going to waste 30 minutes? It's mm. got to be in a two and a half hour movie. It's going to have to do this. Mm. But like, I, I, I think it's a more high pressure situation for TV, you know? Yeah, I agree. But anyway, what do you want to talk about? The hair? Yeah, so I want to talk about in cartoons. Ali, that was very nice. But I think this is a very important thing that I'm going to talk about right here. No, no, uh, I, I understand. <laughs> I, I, have, I too have uh, felt the need to understand the scientific reasons behind what you're about to say. Because, like, what sense does that make? When you're running through, let's use Roger Rabbit as an example, right? Yeah. So you got, like. As all good physicists do. Yeah. So you got, was it Myena Hyena is her name? I don't know who the the lady that he thinks is Jessica Rabbit. Oh, like, and she's oh, like, man. Man. yeah, she's real scary. She yeah, scared me as a kid. Yeah, she scared me too. But she runs to the wall, and her hair, yeah, leaves an indent. Yeah, yeah. Why? Is her hair that dense? I don't know. I never understood I that as a child. I don't try and argue with the physics of cartoons. I'm it's not trying to argue. I'm just trying to understand. I'm trying to level. I was just like, because it's like then you recognize that that's that's her. Like that ran through the wall. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd get confused. Gotta leave my mark. Okay, it's very important. I'm just saying because we've also talked about this yesterday, where cartoons will like answer questions that only like make more questions. Uh-huh. Like how Donald Duck, you see, he has like eight pairs of the same clothing. Yeah. It's like, well, I wasn't gonna like be worried about it, but now I'm like, is he? Is he just like doing? Like, is he just buying this? Like, why? Now it's weird. My biggest question is, why does Goofy get to be a get to be you know a valued member of society and talk and live his life, mm-hmm. but Pluto gets to be owned by Mickey, mm-hmm. 
and can't talk, and he's just a dog. But they're both dogs. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, I, got I feel like that's a question like that we don't want to know the answer. I to. think it's because Mickey respects like him less. Respects Pluto yeah. less. Because remember that one episode <laughs> where Pluto tried to talk? He was like, "Will I?" Just right in the nose. Do you think Pluto like was actually gonna be a normal dog, but Mickey like found him as a puppy, and was like, "I'm gonna try a little experiment and raised him like to act like just like our version of a dog." I mean, if Pluto were to stand upright, he'd be the about the size of a normal human dog yeah. in that universe. Yeah, yeah. So it could be the case. I think. Well, here's the weird thing about it, right? Uh huh. Because Goofy came first. Yeah. That's strange. If Pluto came first, I'd be like, all right, I get it. Uh-huh. But, like, it's one of those things where they added, it's like, well, they made Pluto after they made Goofy. So it's a thing of, like, why did you make Pluto? Like, that just adds so many yeah, questions yeah. to what, like, this universe is. There's also, like, full, I remember in House of Mouse, when there would just be full Ooh, episodes about. House of Mouse. Yeah, at the House of Mouse. There would be, like, full little mini cartoons of, like, everyone having dogs, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone walking their dogs. It's just a thing. Also, there's, like, deer. Like mm-hmm. there's any other animals that don't that aren't anthropomorphic? Nope, they're just maybe animals. it's like a apes and humans situation where mm. they both just evolved like differently, and they just didn't get and, right. Yeah, they, mm. they didn't get it right. <laughs> but like, all right, so we talked about this yesterday. But do you guys remember the House of Mouse, the television show? Okay, so so the house. I've chosen not to talk because I don't have a childhood, and if I was saying half the shit that was running through my head, I would be ruining this podcast. Uh, but me and Mary didn't really have childhoods. I did not watch cartoons growing up. Okay. Uh, I didn't watch Harry Potter until I, I was like 11. Gladiator, also same. I wasn't allowed to watch Harry Potter until I was 12. Yeah. All right. I was able to watch Gladiator and Last of the Mohicans every night with yeah. consent from my parents, with my parents. But Harry Potter, no. Devil magic. Well, I'm gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys something about this weird thing in House of Mouse. So House of Mouse was a great show. It was a show about Nikki, 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 Nikki Mouse owning a, yeah, Mickey, Mickey Mouse owning a nightclub, and like all the cartoon characters would come in. It'd be a fun old time. Yeah. But I know what it is. I just didn't get to watch it. But then there's a character in House of Mouse, exclusive to House of Mouse, mm-hmm. called Mortimer Mouse. Mortimer Mouse. And he was Minnie's boss. And his whole character trait was that he wanted to fuck Minnie and break <laughs> up for her to break up with Mickey. That was. I feel like you're projecting. He'd come up no. to her and he'd be like, "Hey, why don't you ditch this, uh, ditch this Mickey guy and get with a, you know, a man, you know, a real like, mouse, like, like like a real man." Like yeah, real like mouse. me. Legitimately, that was his whole character. He wanted nothing else but to break up their relationship. Uh-huh. And just in retrospect, it's a weird thing to think about that that's what they wanted to add to House of Mouse. <laughs> it's like, oh, what do we want to add? Oh, the idea of like maybe infidelity. <laughs> maybe like they break up and have a real adult problem. Adultery. Adultery. Sexual it's just tr- sexual assault. Absolutely. Um, but there's just. You you don't know Mortimer Mouse. You don't know what he's capable of. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to get angry. I don't really know the <laughs> emotional context in which people have to these cartoons in which you thought like. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like this is a bit of a stretch I, to say that the mm-hmm. like, the, you know it. I I, I don't well, I watch, watch it. Mouse. I well, didn't watch, watch it. Well, watch the mouse I don't know. Mouse. I'm just saying. I I feel like 
I feel like he didn't say, yo, Minnie, I really want to fuck you. You ever thought about breaking up? Like, I don't think. No, it's but he going... did several. He tried to break them up several times. He tried to break them up. That's yes. Like, and hey. he tried to date Minnie. That Kids was his whole character. Jealousy. Kids understand jealousy. They it's just know. such a. You, you haven't met Mortimer. Oh, That's yeah, all I got to say. I don't know what I'm talking very, about. It should be. It should be very obvious. I don't know what I'm talking about on this. I'm going to pull up a picture I of Mortimer Mouse so you I can understand. I just think it's a bit far to say that that's for sure what was happening. Look oh, at this guy and tell me he ain't trying to fuck. He's it's a cartoon, uh, yeah. dude. Let me see this mouse. That looks like uh that looks like Jenna Marbles dog. <laughs> Mortimer Mouse. Kermit became a uh Kermit from Jenna Marbles channel became a Mickey Mouse character. It'd be that guy. All right, that's right. We can agree to disagree like, about Mortimer Mouse. I'm just saying there's a lot of I, stuff that was questionable I, about it. I'm not him. putting myself on the side of Mortimer Mouse. I, I don't know. Do not endorse Mortimer That's where the title's going to be. Allie on the side of Tyler who eats applesauce and Mortimer I'm, Mouse. All I'm saying is I would like to put it out there that possibly we may be overreacting. Uh, I don't think you. We'll watch some House of Mouse. We'll watch right. some House of Mouse and see right. what you think. That's definitely what I'm gonna do with my spare time. Absolutely. So Great speaking show. of spare time, yak yak. I'd like to bring up something. Yes. I think by last podcast, I don't remember saying anything, but mm. by last podcast, I had just gotten a new job. True. Uh, at a waitressing place, mm-hmm. and I got this job because I haven't done waitressing in a while. I used to do it a whole lot. I did service industry for about five and a half years, which basically means I was working at a restaurant of some form for about five and a half years. Mm. And I was like, I can just step back into this, earn some quick cash, work a few times a week. And I was completely overwhelmed with the extent at which the service industry has gotten to as of late. Uh There's so many bad regulations and so many bad rules in America for what you can do to those poor freaking servers. Like, just absolutely stripping them of their paycheck and, like, what they're actually earning, which is dirt to begin with. And then the place that I was working at was well known for also everything being the server's fault. And that's really... That was really my breaking point was when someone complained about uh, someone complained that they didn't like the food that they had ordered. Uh. And I was like, oh, well, I guess you shouldn't try. I didn't say this, but I was like, I guess you shouldn't try it next time. You know, mm-hmm. bummer. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So I told my manager, well, they were like, can I talk to your manager then? And I was mm. like, of course you can. And so they talked to the manager and I got in trouble for that. And that was kind of my breaking point. So this has now set a record for the, <laughs> the shortest amount of time I've ever had a job. Hey. I think I officially went to nine shifts before I quit. Oh, wow. Like I did not. Re- I didn't make it far past training because like. It's like a week, isn't it? I, a little over a uh, week. But yeah, it was like spread across days. It wasn't like uh, I was okay. working every day. It was okay. also finals week when all of this uh, was going down. And Not the best time. When I went in to quit, they were like, hey, we were looking at putting you for more shifts. And I was like, guys, this is already so much abuse of power. And I just, I think, uh, one, I'd like to fully admit that I can no longer do what everyone, uh, what a lot of people in America do, which is work a crappy job with a crappy boss and mm. terrible, terrible rules. And like, shout out to anybody who's working in the customer industry yeah. service right now. Yeah. Because as I just figured out, I can't do some of it, you know? Shit ain't easy. Did, I, like, it It takes so much monk-like, like, 
amazing inside stillness to be able to do that successfully without just being a complete like mess all the time because that's what happened to me i lost so much sleep and i had like the last day i was working there my hands were just shaking from like how high strung everyone is how high pressure everything is and how everything's your fault and this place specifically how disgusting it was like for someone who's just taken the TABC too, which is well, not TABC, but like the food yeah, handler's food license. Hand, yeah. I just took the food handler's license and like just they were breaking so many rules that like it's if if this wasn't a place that served alcohol and you could regularly cleanse your gut with your drink, it would have ki- like it was gross what they got like ugh, they yeah. they just did so many things that were like i don't want to give these food to these people i don't want to charge the price that you're getting and i'm not getting any money to do what i don't want it was like oh i can't do it yeah. so i quit that job and uh <laughs> got another job working with dogs now hey. uh, nice so now, now we're at a kennel so yeah uh, i worked in the, i've worked in the service industry for six years and i worked in the food industry for three of the yeah three of those six years and your other job was are you talking about the so my very first job was in my hometown i worked at a music like a classical instrument repair shop i worked there for three years and it was the chillest job i'll ever have um shout out to brian gum who was like the best boss i've ever had i also did no work and i was a terrible employee also (laughs) thank you so much for listening to this podcast yeah (laughs) we really appreciate you yeah thank you guys um if you want to be one of our sponsors. Um, <laughs> so, um, and then after that, I moved to Austin and my first job was uh, in the food industry. And then my next job was in the food industry. And the first job that I had when I got to Austin was at a place. And I'm not going to say the name of it because I don't want to like trash talk. But like. And DJ will edit it out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Shout out to DJ who's editing this right now. Woo. So, Shut um, up. You're not ta- <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to future DJ, not this DJ. Too. We're not talking to present DJ. Oh. Um, and I, you were forced to be so nice to people. And there were so many weird times at, you know, and, and I don't mind being nice to people. And, um, I try to do that just normally, but it was like to a point where I was just like, this is physically exhausting and emotionally where I was just spent at the end of the day and I remember people would be like oh my god are you this nice all the time and I'm like yeah I just like shit rainbows like my life is so great and like sometimes it would be like oh I did a shift after like my I found out my dog died or my aunt died or something you know and I would just be like yeah you know that's cool and honestly like as soon all that is to say is like what you were just saying Allie is that now that I I'm still in the service industry but no longer am I in the food industry uh as part of it and I just I don't know if I could go back so yeah, yeah again, and like, that's I always ev- thought I could go back was the I, thing yeah and I also just want to say like I am very privileged that I'm not in a point where I don't I don't think as of right now that I will have to go back and so and for uh, people I I do understand that that's not where everyone's spot is and I know you were saying that too and like it's just really tough but like yeah I don't yeah think I but also to <laughs> anyone out there who's facing like because this was another thing that I dealt with uh at this recent job was like just insane amounts of inappropriate workplace shit yeah. and that's just that's just because it, it's a restaurant and you're getting paid two dollars an hour and apparently the people who get paid ten dollars an hour in the back aren't getting paid enough to keep their fucking mouths shut. But right. this, like I, I had so many, like I had 
three different people who worked there asked for my phone number. And the first one I shouted at and I was like, this is work. This is not where you get to ask people for their phone numbers. Like, I don't have to be nice to you. Like, I feel like it was the type of situation where if I was 17, I would be like, right. oh, yeah, here's my phone number. Because you just can't be like, I'm getting your phone number, right? And it sounded like I'm getting your phone number so I can switch schedules with you. Or, like, pe- girls get talked into that so much of, mm. can I have your number for this thing? You can tell them no. And you can tell them to fuck off. Yeah, because they frame it as a situation like, oh, no, we're going to need this for, like, like other things. Like, business or, like, for, like, what we do. So it's like, oh, oh, if I need you, like, for a video shoot or something like that. And it's like, da, da, da. it's like you're coercing a situation so that you can get a phone number for your personal gain that you're going to abuse for later. Yeah. Which is shitty. Yeah. If you ever think that you don't want to give someone your phone number, like, let me tell you right now, you will feel better walking away after saying no and shutting someone down firmly. But if you shut someone down, like, no, I don't really think so. Like, that doesn't feel so good. And then also giving them your number. And then walking away when you didn't want to feels awful. So let me just tell you, sometimes it's not always the answer. But sometimes being really confrontational and rude is the answer. And if you're uncomfortable and in a situation like that, do what I did and just make a lot of enemies and then leave. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, aren't you happy right now? You got all your enemies, but you're having a great time. I'm an incredibly happy person when I'm not at work. Boom. (laughs) But that that was the other thing about that job was like, it was so stressful and high strung. They changed the hours three days after I started working there, they changed the business hours to be open an hour later. So all of my shifts got an hour longer than I had agreed to do. And, Been uh, there. yeah, they, they, without warning, oh, so no, no warning. At I, all. that happened to me at my last job whenever they have like summer hours. And then I started working there in March and all of a sudden they're like, we usually close at seven or eight. And they were like, Oh yeah, we're open to 10 every night. And I was like, I'm what? No. And the management was like, Oh yeah. And I was like, y'all didn't, make this clear to anyone i found out by looking at my schedule that was another thing that i really had a problem with with this restaurant was it was very much a like if i had a question you had to ask the one person who knew the answer to that question yeah there was not like everyone was not on the same page on where like to-go boxes were or sugar was or forks were yeah or like what anyone was supposed everyone was so disjointed and not working together as a team it was just and they weren't working as a team because everyone was a piece of shit to each other. They, yeah. I, uh, th- that's another thing that you get told when you go into the service industry is like, gotta have a thick skin, honey. You can't be getting upset over everything you hear. And it's like, yeah, I can't be getting upset over everything I hear. But also I know what a puta is and I know everyone's calling me one behind the kitchen. Yeah. Like, you're not smart because you're talking in Spanish. I still know you're talking shit. Like, it, it, like they ask you to put up with so much more than they're paying you to put up with. Yeah. And like... I like I I just I my takeaway from that I want to be like grab your pitchforks everyone take down the man they can't get us if we like if we all drop out then they'll be screwed and that's the truth if you want to have a rally or if you want to like boycott something get all of your like if everyone's on the same page that something is wrong you have the right to boycott in this uh and you know just because you're young or just because it's a waitressing job or just because it's any of those things doesn't mean you don't get to stand up for what you believe or what you think and that's exactly why i quit and if i cared more about uh this restaurant or those people which i do feel so bad for all of the other people i almost couldn't watch them have that job because i was like yeah this is absolute murder and you guys don't even know that this is bad for a restaurant like right even though it's like it, it was it was bad on the standards of restaurants, and I've worked at the Sonic before. I worked at Little Caesar before, all of which were nice, cool jobs. Like they were yeah. chill, and this one, like, 
I don't know what it was, but like shout out to anyone who's working. If that if yeah. that sounds familiar, go you. You're working it right. and you're working hard, and that's gonna pay off with like who you become as a person because. Yeah people who don't get that experience and don't go through that are weaker because they can't take it. And I can't take it. You know, I need to hang out with dogs all day. I think, but I also think it's a thing where I remember when I was in, I was like, just keep your head down. And when I was in it, I don't really like, I knew it was bad, but like now in retrospect, like hindsight is twenty twenty. So when I look back, I'm like, well, that was crazy. I worked like 14 hour days. This is nuts. Like, I don't want to ever do that again. But when I was doing that, I was like, yeah, you know, this is what you got to do. So like to the people, like, yeah, so, like, the people that are out there that are doing that, like, again, like, y'all y'all are doing it just, like, you're gonna, you are, it doesn't feel like in that moment you're gonna get to a point where you don't have to do that anymore, but, like, you really will. Also, like, research some of the workplace rules because things like working 14-hour shifts and not getting breaks oh, and things I like not getting dogs. paid. Yeah, well, but if people yeah. are breaking rules for your safety and your workplace safety and, like, your health, if your health is ever a question screw that restaurant they'll be fine without you they've figured it out before and they'll figure it out again and worst case scenario they'll be open tomorrow so like take your like think of yourself as important even though you've had to put that aside to have this job a lot of the times you know it's very important to also value uh your health especially i uh on the other side of that coin um Along with, like, workplace troubles, I worked at a Steak and Shake all through high school, so, like, four years. Um, and no, no, I, okay, <laughs> here's the thing. I loved, I loved it there. Like, I love the people I work with, the work conditions, like, behind the scenes. Like you said, there's always problems like that, but the worst part for me was, like, how customers treated, yeah. treated us. Like, how, cus- how people will treat, like, people in the service industry is it, – it's it's crazy to me i've had um well one one instance in particular i i I always like to tell people about is um i worked in the drive-thru which was the worst position in the restaurant i guarantee um but i remember one time this lady came through and uh ordered something and then she came up to the window and i gave her her change which was like four cents um and she like knocked on the window and she's like, uh, excuse me, you're supposed to give me five cents change back. And I looked and I was like, oh, you're right. Okay. My bad. A penny. It's a, it's just a penny, but all right. <laughs> so, and I would have to get my manager to open the drawer. So I just like grabbed one of the extra pennies we had on top and threw it with the four pennies that she gave back to me, by the way, and then gave it back to her outside the window, gave her five pennies. Right. And then I close the window. I see her, like, looking at it in her hand, just, like, counting it with, like, a, a, a smirk. Like, not like a smirk, but a, gro- a grossed-out look oh, on her like face. She, no, no. She was, like, she was, like, angry. She's, like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm going on. I'm taking someone else's order. And next thing I know, this lady pries the window open with her what? hands. And she full on launches the five pennies at me, and she's like, "Just fucking take it, whatever." And I'm like, "Oh my fucking god, we have to, <laughs> we have to get her out of here." And so, like, I was like, I leaned over and I was like, "Guys, get get her food, please." <laughs> and so we got her food. Got crazy. Yeah, we got a crazy one. Should have like an alert. We have plenty of those. Um, yes. What was that, DJ? Get a little lunk alarm. Like they have a Planet Fitness. Like whenever you work and drive, there's like, oh, there's a there's a little crazy person. Boop 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 boop. Crazy button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. We should have that. I. Um, I. Th- you guys- 
I think that that just really fast. I think that that's why it's so important for people to work in the service industry because first off, it, it makes you grow. It makes you patient. It, it changes you as a person, but also it makes everyone nicer. Like I am yeah, so much nicer to people in the service in- industry. Like one of the first things I try to do, and this might be annoying. is like, I try to be very intentional when I am like ordering something. If, if I'm like at a coffee shop, I'll be like, how was mm-hmm. your day? Cause I don't know if that person's gotten asked that that day you know like and that's crazy like they don't people don't even ask them how their day is but on the other side of that i also feel like i've learned what good service is and when i don't get it i'm not as shy to be like hey i'm not gonna be a dick but um i know what it takes to be a nice person and i'm coming in here i'm ready to tip you i'm ready to be nice i'm not trying to make you your life difficult my order got messed up but i'm not gonna like yell at you but if you could fix it that would be great but if i like if i met with like right off the bat, just like a really bad attitude. I'm like, listen, you know what? I've worked through things and I don't know what's going on in your life, but this is professional. I'm not going to be mean to you, but come on. Like it kind of teaches you like the both sides of the coin, like what, how to treat people and also how to treat yourself. You can tell when people care and don't care, but I haven't even told you like the the rest of that story. There's more. So (laughs) I opened the door, I opened the window to give the lady her food and I'm like, here you go, ma'am. Have a nice day or whatever. And she like goes off on me. She's like, you're supposed to give me five cents change, five cents change. That's a nickel. Do you not realize that? You're supposed to give me a nickel when you owe me five cents change. And as I'm like trying to explain to her, like, ma'am, it's, it's the same as a nickel. It's it's not it's not a it's not a big deal. Yeah, and then she's like, she just took her food, she snatched it with her her, her crypt keeper hands and out of my palm, and then she was like, "You're supposed to give me five cents change, but you're too uh, mentally handicapped to to know that." <laughs> Were and you then, in Boston at yeah, the time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think she, we know what the fuck they use. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then she drove. We're redacted off. because we're not Boston. <laughs> yeah, but then she drove off, and I never saw her again. And I told my boss, I was like, "I might quit tonight, just so you know that. Like, I I need like I need to go on break or something." And he's like, "All right, go ahead, go on break." Like, I saw all of that, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that was crazy. That was so, the craziest customer I ever had, though. One time, I was working at a pizza place, uh-huh. and I used to go. I used to smoke uh, pretty regularly. I've been really trying to quit, and I haven't smoked in like a month now. So, like, feeling pretty good about it, but I'm not confident <laughs> enough to say that I've quit because, like, right. once I say that, <sighs> floodgates, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately afterwards, I'm like, I've I've succeeded. Fuck it. No, I'm gonna ruin this all. But uh, <laughs> I was smoking, and so I took a break to go take a smoke break. And in Austin, there's this thing that happens. Where a bunch of fucking crickets show up mm-hmm. anywhere that they're anywhere that a light shines. Yeah. Sometime in like it's like August September, yeah. yeah. Mary Ooh, Mary said yes, uh, and she's a much smarter Austinite than I am. So uh, Austinite, <laughs> you know way more about Austin than I, I do. Uh, yeah, not, she, you literally work at a travel like. Yeah, you know more the history about what you goes know on there. Yeah, what about these crickets? You know what's up with these? So these crickets. What? So one time I was walking out of a movie and I was walking up to a light that was on in the parking lot, mm-hmm. and I was like, they repainted it black, and I got closer and it was moving, and it was covered every Ooh. inch of the light for like Whoa. seven feet up was covered in crickets. And crickets were flying off the side of it. It was a 
horror Whoa. thing. And that was the same for every other light in that parking lot. At least it wasn't spiders. If it was spiders, I'd freak out. Uh, but it, but crickets. Okay, here's yeah. the other thing about crickets. So, and so at this restaurant that I worked at, it got hit really hard one year with the crickets. Mm-hmm. All right, and when you go outside, if you walk by the neon light that is on, it sounds like winter leaves, like Ooh. fresh, crisp crackling winter leaves that move under your feet as you kill them because it's all crickets you're just stepping on the bodies of crickets as they crunch under each toe every pound of pressure is causing a new spine to break new goo to fly out of it goo yeah so (laughs) i'm here to take a good nice relaxing break from work you know sitting outside smoking my cigarette and so i start smoking my cigarette doing my thing and like the Dukes of fucking hazard, a cricket <laughs> flies from the side of the building and directly down my shirt. Ooh. And I like Mm-mm. my reaction was Uh-oh. like, it was like I was on fire. I stood up and I like was throwing my shirt around uh, like, and, no! out, <laughs> and I was like, I came out here to relax. I came was out like, here to relax. Hey, boy, check this one out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but, Oh man! Oh Jesus! That's 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 the other thing that is really really hard is even when you get breaks at work, those breaks are sometimes five minutes and they're sometimes surrounded by crickets. It's not even fucking nice. That'd be my last day on earth. Oh. I'm like, I'm never doing a job ever again. I'm working from home. After, after that, okay. Before that, I was like, crickets are harmless, and so like whenever one was in the store, I'd like let it out. I'd mm-hmm. like get a cup and let it out and stuff. Yeah. After that moment, I became the cricket killer. Like I. W- Wicked killer. When when work was <laughs> over, <laughs> I went on a mission and oh I went into the back and I killed as many as I could find. I killed Holy probably shit. like fifty in one night. Oh my god! I was just stomping their little heads You're off. You just like throwing sweeping. bows on yeah. them, dropping elbows on the top row. Cricket killer. You're like fucking like rolling in like a little ball, just rolling around no, in the back room. The best part is I is I have a lot of anxiety and I don't like killing things and I didn't like the noise that it made. But like I was also thirsty for their blood, so it was like a really interesting scene of me going like. Ah, 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 ah. It's like at the end of it, you're like on your knees and you're like wiping the cricket blood on your face. It's like let it rain upon me. I am your master. Ah. Okay, I got a I got a question. Speaking of crickets, right? Yeah. Are there any? insects that physically intimidate you because i have one that i don't fuck with whenever i see it whenever i see this insect that cross the street walking sticks walking walking sticks and big big old praying mantises wait that Mm -hmm. physically intimidate you yeah out of insects insects, uh what's the what's the millipedes with the thousand legs yeah, millipedes would be thousands of legs. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Yeah, fuck I don't like those. those. Guys. We used to have those in my apartment. I want to break all their legs. They were terrible. I found one, one in my one. bed once. That's fucked up. <laughs> I want to treat them like that little scene in Attack of the Clones where the Jedi come in and slice them Shut up. Shut up about Star Wars! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Star Wars. Shut up about the Star Wars! I was... Stop! <laughs> you can't! This is your fault! You brought it up earlier. All right. I just this got, time it was your fault. I yeah. got a I got a visual of that scene from Misery <laughs> where you took a centipede and just put a block between each. Oh, of their I would legs get a block of each. And one. went oh with a hammer <laughs> just over and over. I. <laughs> 
Y'all sound like people are getting murdered. I stepped out for a moment and I walked up the stairs of my apartment and I literally thought, someone's getting murdered. But then I was like, oh, it's just a podcast. <laughs> Not people, it's insects. You want to know matter. what happened, Mary? Hashtag insects. No. DJ brought up Star Wars. DJ. No, oh, fuck off. Get out of here. I didn't bring up Star Wars. I'm going to bring up, don't hit me. I, <laughs> I'm going to bring up the, the insect that I said. Tyler said it earlier. Praying mantises. Uh-huh. I don't fuck with praying mantises. They have an aura about them that I'm like. They won't fuck with you, though. Yeah, I'm not trying. No, that's not true. One came at me one time, and it was oh, yeah. really upsetting. I was on my way to the gym. I was giving myself a little run. I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. And then I stopped my tracks. I see a praying mantis. And I'm like, I don't want no trouble. Then he did, like, his little flying thing at me. And I was like, nope, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And then I ran. Because I can't. I feel like I can't kill a praying mantis as a thing. Why not? Just, like, you know how. I think in some cultures it's like bad luck to kill a praying mantis or something. It's bad luck, but it's also it's like a spider. Like you can't kill, like you can't stomp a tarantula, right? Yeah, you can. Well, you I, I, you can, and I will if I see one. If a tarantula, we were in a situation where we were very near a tarantula very recently in our life. When? Uh, when was this? <laughs> it was like up in like northeast-ish Austin, and we were like doing something, and then like it was just in the room with us, and it was. And it was, uh, it was and it was outside. Was I with you? Was I with you? No, you were out of town. Okay. And then we were there, and then Mary yeah, it was saw on it. your back. They never oh. told you. We like to throw it in your room every once in a while and remove it board before daybreak. <laughs> <laughs> but we saw, and there's like just some insects where I'm just like, I can't kill that with my foot. It's gonna like push up and knock me over. Like it's too like a praying mantis. I feel like is in such a way that I can't kill it with my foot. Can you tell that story your, to your to your father, just so I can see the look on your father's face uh-huh. when he realizes his son yeah. was intimidated by a bug? Yeah, he while knows you what I am. Running, I wasn't intimidated <laughs> by a car while I was running one time. To be fair, you didn't see that car coming. It was, yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Well, then there you go. You weren't afraid of the car. My bad. Yeah, I thought you didn't see it coming. No, it was stationary. Oh well. We'll talk about the car crash story whenever anybody says that they care. <laughs> <laughs> One <laughs> day the car crash story I, will I have come a out. slow – okay, what, normally when I tell the car crash story, yeah. people can – like they look at me with wide eyes and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you got hit – Not on, on the podcast. Because uh, we – didn't you talk about like you having like a big like – No, just on my chin. Oh, your chin. It was on my chin. Yeah. I had a goatee, a scab goatee. Is that the same uh. thing? Yeah. yeah, I guess we oh, fucking we? talked about it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a sneaking huh? suspicion that everyone fucking hates it when I tell that story because it's like pretty anticlimactic. Like you know, I'm gonna be fine. Who cares? Like I feel it's but bad, but I find it kind of funny. No, just in the way you described you're it. You're not the only one, <laughs> sir. I I I went through years of punishment for getting hit by a car. I'm not trying to punish you. I just what you did in the scenario. Log like rolling. How, yeah, the log rolling is what gets me every yeah. time because I can just imagine because they all have within like five seconds max. So it's like boom, boom, oh, oh, <laughs> just rolling out of the way so frantically. I mean, really, that's just imagine being a bystander. It's like, oh my god, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> to this person <laughs> holy shit <laughs> so much happened to them in so little time <laughs> i mean yeah i mean the craziest part is like what so i blacked out for the part after i got hit but the craziest part mm-hmm. is like i i have one second of memory right in that and that's just when i'm like sliding along the asphalt mm-hmm. and like my knees and my elbows are full making contact uh, with the rocks and I'm feeling like the skin grating off mm. and then I'm like not the face not the face not th-, and then I don't remember anymore yeah. oh, and I got my face <laughs> so like that's I was scary just sliding, like 
in the fetal position, basically, like on my knees and elbows across the asphalt. Yeah. And my face was just slowly coming towards as like my mo- my arms couldn't hold the uh, tr- the force anymore. Yeah. And it was just. Uh, nah, nah, and, yeah. then, and then I ended up like, getting a little goatee. OK. Uh, yeah. That answers, that answers a question we were talking about recently. So like being that you went through an impact like that. Uh-huh. So like, do you remember any of the pain? Cause we were talking about, it's like, if you get like hard trauma to the head, like a gun blast or a bat to the head or whatever. I've had a concussion you... before. If you want to talk about that? No, no, no. In this, I've had a wild <laughs> concussion. Okay. The no, concussion the... story is another fucking story. That's okay. interesting. But okay. We'll get there. All right. But no, my question is yeah. like, do you remember the pain of the brain like, that your brain made? Almost like a split inst- second of pain, or no. is it just complete blackness before you even remember anything? It's almost instant adrenaline. Like, okay. Because I've also broken my ankle. Mm-hmm. And when I broke my ankle, I twisted back, looked at my ankle, and was like, that's not right. Oh, and then, my God. Okay, well, so not to be a white person here, but I was yeah. skiing. <laughs> not to and, be a uh, white person here. <laughs> I was skiing. Uh-huh. I was a good front for skiing, all yeah. right? I need to apologize before I tell a story about going skiing. I'm I, sorry. I was no pretending to be. You had to. <laughs> I was pretending to be Methodist so I could go with the church. It was great. Oh, okay, I so, got you. I got you. Yeah. So I was skiing, and uh, I like flipped fucked up fell i heard two pops thought my skis came off looked back one of my skis was still on and my other one was back my other foot was backwards like just fucking wrong and then a group of children came by and they saw the whole thing but like i it was one of those moments where like i was like who's screaming and then i was like i'm screaming (laughs) uh and like i didn't i didn't consciously think like i'm going to make a noise so people know i'm hurt it was more like what's that sound like i was all of this happens before you have time to think about it and you don't process pain for like 15 minutes yeah because you're not paying attention to it so you're just like your brain's just like well that's not happening and then like i heard a story recently about a guy who got shot in the head and he lived and he was like yeah, I stood up. I told the guy that I didn't want to be there anymore. I turned around and then I felt and then I felt this massive pain in my ear. And like he, he was like, I felt this massive like pressure in my ear or something. And then I felt like leaking down my shoulder. And I was like, what happened? Like, it's amazing Yo. how quickly you stop feeling pain once uh, yeah. adrenaline kicks in. It's adrenaline's fucking crazy. But, dude, my concussion. So yeah. my my biggest concussion one time uh <laughs> I had really long hair, uh-huh. and I it was the day before the tax test, the writing tax test, and I was really nervous because I'm a very dyslexic person. Mm-hmm. And, and I the tax nor- test is like the standardized tax test. Yeah, tax we assessment earlier. of knowledge and skill. Right. And um, I went to wash my hair in the sink because I didn't have time for a full-on shower. I didn't feel like it, mm-hmm. and I flipped my head over and just bah into the counter as hard as I possibly Holy could. Holy shit! It was like just I just put my whole neck into it, and then I don't remember the next roughly twenty hours. But my mom found me, was like, oh, no, you have a concussion. You got to go to school tomorrow. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) You've got a major test, and I've got to get my little concussed child to school tomorrow, and no one can know. So I got to fix her quick. (laughs) Your mother's priorities are so straight. Not only do you have to go to school, but no one must know. (laughs) It was kind of like, I got to make sure, you know, she she flies under the radar on this Uh one so she can get the test done. Right, right, right. Okay, okay. First, she kept me up for like three hours so I didn't die in a coma. And then she was like, you're doing all right. I guess it's okay. Go to sleep. And then I I apparently took the test the next day. (laughs) Passed it. You you know. surviving a, a and comatose then my mom state. And my afterwards was like, yeah, you gave yourself a concussion last night and we need to go to the doctor. 
And I was like, you let me go to. I mean, thank God you woke up. Also, the (laughs) test, it took most people around four to five hours. And then they got to go home for the rest of the day. It took me nine. And I was the fourth to last person done. And I I was taking so long to do it. Like, I mean, I don't mean to be offensive, but uh, I was like lumped in with the special ed kids to finish mm-hmm. it because they were still <laughs> trying to get through it right and like they were just like yeah i guess this is where you go now and i was like this is where i go now is that how you get put I'm in special back. is that how you got put in special ed i was in special ed when i was uh starting my educational career oh and okay. then i got out and i was like they're putting me back in here <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i didn't know that yeah, i was in special education for a little while Another you probably thing. did better on your test after like surviving no. a coma than i did the I two times like i did the ice <laughs> I feel ACT. like they just felt sorry for me after they read it. And they're like, this poor girl. She's got to. <laughs> oh, no. Just let her pass. Please don't make her do this again. <laughs> I don't want to read another one. You're like broken in the classroom. It's <laughs> like, uh, uh, just oh. trying not to fall asleep so you don't fall into a coma. Have you ever bartered with your teachers to pass you so that they didn't have to teach you again? I haven't, but I've had several advocates being my parents. At one time. <laughs> one time I, <laughs> my one parents time made I sure I graduated senior year. <laughs> That all right? That that's your parents doing your dirty work for you. It's very different, DJ. Yeah, I'm saying I haven't, but people on my account have. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> but I, one on your time head. with my uh, history teacher, mm-hmm. I wrote an essay that was so bad and uh-huh. so misspelled, and there were so many grammar issues, but like generally got the historical point down. Uh-huh. And basically, my teacher was like, "You've learned history, and I don't want to teach it to you again next year." So. Yeah. I'm yep. letting you know that I'm fixing this essay and resubmitting yeah. it. And yeah. I was like, you're the dude. He's like, get someone else to edit your homework tomorrow. <laughs> no, okay, here's the thing with that. It's not not saying that you're a bad student. but It's I feel, fine. No, 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 no. But I'm saying, like, I feel <laughs> the worst of a student, You, if you're bad, mean, and dumb, I feel you have more of a chance going on forward because they don't want to deal with you the next quarter. Oh, yeah. In, in case if you're, like, if you're just dumb and nice, they're like, yeah, they're fine. They can stay. Or it's like, just be sure to be mean. That's a yeah. terrible message. To be get. a pain hey, in everyone's <laughs> ass, and they'll just try to get you out of the school system as fast as possible. That's, that, oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't know if we need to wrap up the podcast soon, but I have another yeah. thing of advice to young people in school. All right. <clears throat> Everything that you think matters doesn't. That's true. Nobody will look at your grades unless you hand serve them to them. No college is going to ever search anything about you that you don't write for them no No job gives a single shit so depending on a specific specific places will but a majority i I feel will not but i feel like i didn't do a lot of things in high school because i was like i'll get a referral and then i'll never get into a good college let me tell you right now a referral does not exist after it's written right once it's been written it's no longer nobody cares that words were put onto that piece of paper that paper is like so meaningless and nothing so if Mm. you've been having a real rough week and you've thought about flipping a desk i'm just saying it feels really good to flip a desk and referrals this, mean nothing i didn't know this was gonna end there so children <laughs> so, so chil- children so well, let's go over the technically human advice for the day for small okay. children um be bad at school and be mean flip a no, desk no, no. if you're bad at school be mean also be mean also flip a desk but only to the people in charge. Only to the people in charge. Yeah, and be nice to service workers. Be nice. We have such a mixed bag on like no, being good. No, and bad. no, we don't. Because my this is <laughs> We're telling kids my to be exact bad. alignment. We're telling kids this to be is, bad. Yes, but this is my exact alignment. Be bad to anyone that has like 
authority over you mm-hmm. but anyone who has authority on par under or just like kind of like if they're closer to where you are mm-hmm. be as nice as you can possibly be those are human beings the other nah. ones corporate mongols they don't exist <laughs> their numbers on a paper and their lives are going to exist to make yours worse mm-hmm. so fuck those guys i feel like we can come to agreement on this just don't take no shit take no shit just don't take no shit after every piece of advice to have like the now you know music where it's like (laughs) flip a desk (laughs) all right make a t-shirt that says flip a desk desk. in the font (laughs) dh merch um okay so i feel like we did this last week and it was a fun time let's just keep it super sweet cooper keep it super short Uh let's everyone say one thing we were happy about this week who wants to go first all right Allie, do you want to go first? Ragnarok was really good. Yeah. And I've watched it three times. Yeah. All by myself. And Fuck every yeah. time I'm telling jokes to myself. It's like, a good, it's a that's very the funny other movie. Thing. Like, I, I just sit around and I watch that movie and I tell jokes to myself. Also, I feel like the runtime of that movie is like really perfect. Oh, like, it's like what, hour 40? Hour yeah, 30? yeah. It doesn't try, It, it it's not annoying. Yeah. It's, uh, it, like, I, it's not an epic. It yeah. is not trying to be an epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And it's on Netflix for free right for now free. if you have Netflix. Check it it's out. It's free if you have Netflix. Spotify. But, like, guys. <laughs> Wish. <laughs> guys, it's got pretty colors. It's got beautiful men. It's got beautiful women. It has yeah. awesome plow- power devices. It's got a, uh, a rough understanding of Norse mythology. But if you really want to know more about Norse mythology, it's much cooler. It's got a drunk history understanding of Norse mythology. Uh, mm, 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 maybe not. Uh, uh, I don't know yeah. anything about Norse mythology, so yeah, Norse fuck mythology. It. Like the only thing about Norse mythology is like every character is a little bit cooler than they are in the mm. MCU. Actually, like mm-hmm. uh, Odin is particularly way more cool in the MCU. Like he's much yeah. less of a dad. I was gonna say, I hear he's a real bastard in Norse mythology. If you consider not being a dad being a bastard? No, but no, I'm thinking of Zeus. I'm not thinking of Norse mythology. <laughs> Zeus is a bitch. But yeah, Thor Ragnarok's mine. Nice. Uh, it's. It's so much fun and nice. And watch the bloopers from it. If, even if you haven't seen the movie, go watch the bloopers. They're fun. Hell yeah. I'm really happy because I love Janelle Monet And Dirty Computer is yeah. my summer. That's like my summer theme. Like, mm-hmm. the I, I was... Earlier in the year, I would listen to my Spotify recap from last year a lot. Mm. And then I was like, it's going to be really sad when my Spotify recap is the same. But then Janelle Monae graced this beautiful... She... she, uh, It's just the music videos are amazing. Her fucking makeup is amazing. Her costumes are amazing. She's amazing. Also, I fucking love Tessa Thompson. So shout out to Dirty Computer because... It's just, it makes me happy. And it's a really tough time right now. So if you want to feel good, but also like a little bit of a rebel, because she's still like um, her song, like the last one on the album um, is called America. And it's, it's, you know, it's really upbeat. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's still like very rebellious and and it it calls out a lot of problems in modern day America. So it's a perfect mix of like, I still feel like I'm getting my fill of like wanting to be like, this like there's a lot of activism activism in it mm-hmm. and it's so much fun and yeah. so yeah i would just say listen to that and it, it's been yeah. helping me through a lot of this summer yeah. and I'm, that's it that's what i'm that's hell yeah. yeah i've been listening to that one a lot you showed me americans that one's my favorite so far so good i have to listen to the rest of it but yeah that and it. um fuck what's it called it hold on hold on hold on hold on i'm gonna pull it up D- really dj pink. pink is so good pink's like, Oh yeah. yeah. 
what oh that's my first time okay so i got into dirty computer too and it's like really crazy because i got into it like i don't take this at face value i got into it like a month ago Mm -hmm. and then like because uh, I didn't want to be like, I got to do it more. But uh, anyway, and so it, I was, I, I've been like, this is the summer jam. This is what I fucking need. And Pink is just like, that's what I listen to as I walk into school, knowing I'm about to deal with a bunch of freaking crap. Yeah. And I just need a good little beat in my head to keep me smiling and yeah. to keep me from burning stuff. Yeah, I listen to it on and the that way to work as is. well because it wakes me up. It puts you in a good mood. I really like the track. I like that. And I got Juice. Yeah, because mm. the 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 her the end of that s- of that song, I love the ending. It's so good. Um, so yeah, that's that's it for me. Hell Please yeah. listen to that. It's real because good because it's gonna make you feel a lot better. And it's like it's just I love it. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do I? Oh, you know what I like a lot that I thought I wasn't gonna like a lot. The trailer for Creed Two just dropped recently, and I'm very very excited for it. When I first heard the premise, I was kind of like. Okay, we're doing this. But then I didn't think of the subcontext, spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen Rocky, about uh, Ivan Drago killing Apollo Creed. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that subcontext and with him being the son of Apollo Creed yeah, yeah. and having to fight like the next generation of him, I think is like really fucking cool. That's really, and that is cool. I was so, I love the first Creed so much. I still I, have to see it. Dude, it's like Rocky done, like, because it's the same, it's the like the Force Rocky. Awakens of. Oh. Like, you know, that soft thing we're not reboot. supposed to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, oh, yeah, like a soft reboot. But okay. it does it, like, so much better. There's a, a scene where it's, like, they replicate, like, the running training scene. Yeah, yeah. But they, like, replicate it into the most, like, hype fucking thing with, like, motorcycles. Like, uh-huh. fucking doing wheelies in the oh, background. Yeah. And people do, like, ratchet. It's awesome. Dude. But, yeah, I saw the trailer for that one recently yeah. for Creed 2. And I'm like, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. That's going to be so good. Fuck yeah. But, yeah, no, that's my thing. Sweet. I'm excited. What are you excited about, Tyler? Well, I guess I'm just happy to be hanging out with some friends, doing yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. Um, uh, just to come other people. <laughs> Allie! <laughs> Stop bullying Tyler! <laughs> no, we've just been doing a bullying bit. <laughs> No, I was kidding. I, I was think kidding. we're just we're a little sensitive to bullying because we bully each other all the time. I, I the bullet. Oh no! Yeah, we're a bunch of ragabouts. Please tell me you have better friends. No, I love all y'all. Not y'all really. Y'all are great. <laughs> I'm I'm happy that one of my favorite bands, Avlov, is mm. releasing a new album. Uh, check them out on Spotify. Their album AM is really great. And then I'm happy I got a big stinky cauldron of applesauce that I'm gonna go eat right. All right, this. guys, this has been the greatest technically human podcast ending, and I didn't. Hey, guy, you know what we can celebrate right now? I'm not going to have to edit out anything today. <laughs> this is our first unedited. No, no. And goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Wait, Allie, no, bye. <laughs> I thought you were going to do something directly, so I had to edit it out. I got caught. <laughs> All right, guys. You knew exactly what I was doing. God damn it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>